Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. And without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. And we're potting. Welcome to this week's podcast. I'm having microphone issues. All right, now we're good. We are at the uh, Carl Chevrolet Studios today. We're actually, um, we we had a meeting before you guys came where we're going to, uh, we're going to develop in this corner of the room a uh, set. It's the northeast corner for uh, those of that, you that is the uh, kind of visualizing. Corner. Yeah, well, for real, it's going to be cool where we're going to start broadcasting select podcasts on Facebook Live. There you go. Is this like the announcement right now? No. Breaking news? No. Th- this, this is I'm having what, a microphone th- problem. This is why you turn so, into the podcast. So, Charter, how's it going over there? Man. <laughs> check, check, check. Now we're good. Now we're good. Just don't move, dude. High quality yes. stuff. Do dude. not move. I hope Carl's is paying for any soundboard. Carl for Chevrolet you Studios. In this it's studio. Not, it's weird. I don't you know. You always tell me that it's not this, it's not that. It's something, Chris. It's not. It's, it's um, something. You, I know exactly what it is. It's the electromagnetic waves from the ghosts of Prairie Trail Past. Could be. Who did tease me with who that? Did we, no, who did we kill to put these buildings up? Who was. I mean, it was just DMAC farmland before this. Like, uh, is it like the Cherokee? God owned it originally. There's probably Indian bones beneath this building. Oh, yeah. That would explain it. There, I mean, there's probably bones of all sorts beneath all of us all the time if you think about it. Like, people had to decompose somewhere and dinosaurs and stuff like that. Like, there's got to be remains. You know what? Here's some underrated coolness. I don't know if you've ever seen this or found this, but this is, like, speaking about our past and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You read about the past in textbooks, and you can kind of picture in your mind, but part of you is like, Somebody's version did it of really, the past. Did it really happen like that? You know, it's kind of like, whatever. What's really cool? The Old Testament is all like that, dude, by the way. Dude, what's really, what's really cool is finding an arrowhead. That's our version of yeah. being a geologist or a, you know, a, an <laughs> yeah. archaeologist because it's like some Indian Use this sh- shot this thing at something or somebody, yeah. and now yeah. I'm finding it hundreds of years later. Yeah, it's and cool. And it's, it's cool, dude. It's awesome. I've found it's, a few of those before. Yeah, we used to hunt something. for those when I was a kid all the time. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I think I think I probably embellished it. Like any rock that came to a point, I'm like, this oh, is yeah. probably that's an arrowhead. This is probably used for, as a spear at some point. Sure. Kind of like the kids who grow up on the ocean. Everything's a shark tooth. You know, any sort of a pointy rock. You know, you can also find those in Kansas. 
Shark teeth? Yep. Is that, is that a true story? That is a true story. What are you Kansas, talking about? Kansas used to be the bottom of the ocean. They, Shut up. Seriously. That doesn't sound, that doesn't they, sound true. They find are you talking about like teeth. tectonic plates and stuff like that? Well, I suppose that plays into it. I couldn't tell you how. Because everything how shifts? It, I couldn't tell you how it got there. What ocean was it at the bottom of? Uh, I don't know. The water ocean? Well, Iowa um, used to be covered in glaciers, if you believe in radon. Which Nick and I are familiar with in our trade. Iowa uh, has one of the highest uh, concentrations of radon in the uh, country. Let me ask you this: is it because okay? of the glaciers, and it's because of the way of glaciers people, formed Iowa. A lot of people think radon is fake news. Well, radon's hard. A lot to, of people do believe that radon's hard to prove because radon is odorless and tasteless, and you don't know if you have radon or not, other than doing a test and the test um, test the air quality, and if the level's above a four, then apparently, yeah, everybody has radon. Everybody has it. This yeah. building right now has radon in it. Every school that your children goes to has radon in it. But the EPA says that if it's not above E4.0 and you test the air quality for 48 hours, then you're okay. You're not going to die. If it's above that, they say get rid of it. And you can do that fairly inexpensively for about 900 bucks. There's a system that you can put in. But it's the leading cause of uh, death for lung cancer in the United States not related to cigarette smoke. Oh. About 11,000 people die a year, I think, is the stats how, from how many, radon. How many times a year do your guys' clients, like, do you, do, you, do, you, do you check that and do they actually install it? I would say thing? probably 80% of the people I've worked with, either buying or selling, have tested for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the times it's been an issue is probably 10% for me. Yeah, I mean, I would say more don't have a radon issue than do, but Iowa has, like, radon levels very greatly, even from house to house, right next door to each other. You could have a, really? a 1.0 in your house, and your How? neighbor could have a 20. How? It's that doesn't make any sense. It does, because it's the amount of uranium in the soil directly below your house. So uranium is not spread equally throughout Iowa soil. Really? You're going to have some places with a lot of it and some not. And as that uranium decays, it creates radon, which gets released into your house. So for people out there listening that have no idea what radon is, uh, it can kill you. So you can check. 100 bucks, roughly, for a professional what? test. Is it, is it true? Or is it true? Is it true? I'm, I'm so annoyed with this microphone right now. We told you not to move. Check, check, check. No. Is it true that new construction often has more of a radon problem? Zero truth to that. That would make no sense whatsoever. Hold on one second. There is no rhyme or reason check, for, check, check. for neighborhoods or... That's a misnomer big time. I always it's, thought that because like, you turn up the dirt. That's what I always thought. No. Yeah, but it also no because they're right because they're not really turning up the dirt. They're pulling dirt back that to put in a foundation, but it would be the stuff below the foundation, so they haven't even touched that. So they no, they there, up, there's, there's up right away. Yeah, yeah there's okay. there, there's right. no, there's no truth to that. Radon can be anywhere where there's soil. Let's put it that way. So there you go. Save some lives today. I, I mean, I won't lie. Like I had a, um, I got one of the like test kits from like Menards or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sent it back, and it was, like, right on the line, like, if I needed to treat it or yeah. not. Yeah. And I didn't do it because I was like, well, th- of course they're going to tell me I need to do this. Yeah. 
because I just don't. I always think people are trying to screw me. Yeah. I would suggest if people are interested in finding out their house has radon to get a professional inspector to yeah. do it. They've so got, don't do the Menards thing. Nah, I wouldn't do that. I mean, it's going to be 7500 bucks. But wouldn't the inspector always tell you you have radon so you buy a kit from him? No, because they're not the ones installing yeah. the systems. Yep. So uh. the key is to avoid people that are doing something and they're going to benefit from the end product. Yes, That's exactly. not what these inspectors are yep. doing. It's just a testing kit that spits out a number. Every hour it takes... The, the reading, and then over 48 hours, it averages those readings. And if your average reading is high, then mitigate mitigate it, which is just a system that gets installed that's about 900 bucks, and then you're okay after that. So for a total of $1,000, roughly, you could take cancer out of your house, so to speak, right? Well, you're just going to find something else to die from. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. And then you're going to die. Walk is we're, we're all dying right now, right? But yes, Each there, day we're there, closer. there are a lot of people. Let, let me give a tip, by the tip. way. Tip from Mark Charter. Real estate tip. And I know Nick backs me on this one uh, 100%. We'll see. We run into things in real estate where uh, we'll pull a listing. A client of ours wants to go see a house. We'll pull the sheet that has all the information <laughs> on it, right? Okay. There's a spot on that that says um, agent remarks. It's where agents can put a note for the other agents to see. And one of the things that it's like apparently your own back channel. Yeah, one of the things apparently agents are telling their clients to do, which they shouldn't, they're getting bad advice on this topic. Okay. Is it will say uh, seller will not mitigate for radon. They do not want to know about the result. They're basically saying don't ask. Okay. Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. There's no reason to put that. All that accomplishes is it puts the sellers in the light of they are going to be difficult people. They won't listen to reason. They doubt science. Okay. I mean, they're basically Trumpers. And, and it, when I have clients, like when, I, when, I have buyer, matter. when I have buyer clients, it just makes me want them to ask for the system. Because yeah. it, it puts you in this position like, screw these yeah. people. No, I totally get it. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's like, why would they say no to that up front without any evidence whether it exists or not? And not say no to roof repairs or foundation repairs. They might as well just say, don't ask about the roof. Yeah, don't we, ask about anything because we're difficult. We're not going to say yes to that. That's going to cost a heck of a lot more money. That's yeah. crazy. A radon system. So yeah, if you're selling your house and your agent's giving you that advice, bad advice. That's bad. No, no reason to put that whatsoever. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. I didn't even know you guys had your own little back channel thing. Oh, we do. Well, it's you, for things like uh, the dog's going to be kenneled up or yeah, something, stuff like that. That you know, It doesn't help market the house necessarily. That's, uh, that's interesting. No. Well, that's why you listen, Williams. You get some tips every once well, in a while. Well, in the middle of the babble, you get a nice uh, you get a nice tip from a real estate professional. Yeah. If they could hear it through all the crackling. By the we're, way. We're good now. I learned a new way to They cl- can't hear what you're talking about, so we're good now. I learned a new way to clap the other day. I went to uh, Poetry Slam 2019. What the hell is that? <laughs> I'm convinced that kids today are, you know, like my, my, my second grade son, Seton, he's got a great teacher. Like she's like into it good like that's good it's it's been awesome elementary teachers are uh, you know they're molding our children if you go to northeast elementary in ankeny you want miss miss mrs peterson second grade she's awesome um but they had poetry so a couple things a couple takeaways they had this poetry cafe set up the other day about 2 15 okay so we get there you go to the classroom all the kids are there the lights are low they got candles lit basically like they're setting the mood for this thing yeah of course it reminded me of mitch from she's all that Remember, remember Mitch, you know, before he gets up and does his hacky sack routine, what did she say? Be, uh, I don't know what you're talking something, about. Something be still be, uh, you would, you've not seen, she's all that. She's all that. You great, would dude. love that. Movie. Is it? You um, would absolutely love. Is that, that the one where, um, the girl 
is a geek and he turns oh, yeah. her and yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. turns Laney, her Laney, into Laney Boggs yeah. is her name Laney's got a gun. but Laney takes him to a poetry thing and Mitch Mitch gets up there in his underwear he is he's only wearing underwear and he does this it's great honestly this great poetry thing and then Zach has to get up there and he does this hacky sack don't let it drop Zach don't let it drop so anyway I went to one of these but it was in an elementary school and uh, so all the kids are there and they've each written two poems these are uh you know, they created them. My sons were called uh, Farmland and The Beach Ball. So That's didn't, really didn't different know, things. I didn't even know he was doing these. But, uh, you know, props to the kids. They got up there. They had a little microphone set up in the classroom, and they had to read it. What was surprising to me, though, is it felt like every parent was there. Like, it was crowded. And in situations like that, I'm like, does anybody have a real job any, <laughs> anymore? Like, I grew up with a father that could not attend that. He worked at UPS. He was out in Ogden delivering packages. It seems like every parent was in the Here, room. Here's the issue. The peer pressure on oh parents boy, is so freaking high that everybody has to go to these yeah. damn things. Otherwise, you look like the parent that doesn't give a crap about your freaking kid. That's true. I'm going to let Nick rant on this all he wants. But before that, what, before that, there, we were instructed. We were how, instructed to not clap after each poem. We had to do this. Seriously? You had to snap? So all the parents, all the parents together after every poem... What about the parents that can't snap? Was doing that. <laughs> uh, can you snap? Oh, I can snap, yeah. Yeah, so, so it was that the whole time. Wink. So, Nick, I, I want to go back to this peer pressure. Like, who's, who's putting on the peer pressure for you to be at these things? No, uh, the social media is right. <laughs> oh, I had a great time at Johnny's it's third Facebook's grade. Fault. Damn it's you, I, Zuckerberg! I, I, I feel you know, like you're well, really insecure gonna, about like, this. Like, I, I mean, no. I, I don't think that like any other parent but, there is noticing you if you're there. Cannot deny or that not. we're allowing these pressures to influence what then we do. Get off right? of Facebook. See, in Nick's mind, if he doesn't show up, they're all talking about Nick. Yeah, you're. Nick's, it's, Nick's a bad dad. No, you seem very insecure. You, if I can't post about it, I wasn't there. Oh, I get that. Like you know, our, our anniversary was last week, and I felt like absolute pressure by society to post something yes. nice to my wife. Because if not, they'd be like, "Oh, he doesn't even like her." Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I you can't just put "Happy Anniversary, baby." There's got to be a freaking story. Well, why do I have to do it on Facebook? Like, I mean, exactly. I can still tell my wife happy anniversary and not put it on Facebook. Yep. Well, it, but I, I, I agree with Nick in a, in a way here where it has become uh, sadly so. Like, it, if it's you can become, make it great, if but you, no If you give your wife you know? a card and flowers and take her for dinner for anniversary, I would argue you've done a great job. But you have not acknowledged your love yeah. for this fabulous woman to the world. Yeah. And, and that makes you a piece of crap. Yeah, because you didn't publicly do it. You have to publicly. Where back in the day, all that stuff was private. You have to publicly exactly. declare these things, or else it doesn't count. Maybe yeah. your folks would call and say, hey, I just want to wish you guys a happy anniversary. Now it's, hey, I got 40,000 likes because it's my anniversary. Yeah, and you sit there and like, oh, well, and then the wife will be like, well, so-and-so didn't like your post. Yeah. They don't oh, like so, now, so now they got a, pro they got a problem why, with you. Why does this person like all of her posts but never likes mine? Does she not like me? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, even the likes are becoming a thing. And sometimes it is obvious. We had the old story with my wife where she had said something to someone and there were 36 posts and 35 of them had been liked and hers was not. Those are the obvious ones. It's like, okay, you're just being a dick. Have you heard, point. I think it's on Do you Twitter remember? mostly, getting ratioed. Have you heard about this? What? No, that sounds like a me too thing. This, this guy knows what's up. It's apparently when you get like more retweets than likes or maybe vice versa or something and it's, 
it's somewhat the opposite effect. It almost means that you had a crappy post and people are retweeting it to make fun of you about it. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Apparently it's called no, I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be fine with that. That's a retweet's a retweet, man. <laughs> it's all, it's all Speaking good. of that, did you guys read Get the story the about the uh, guy that shipped the uh, brick of heroin? No. Yeah, I did. Oh, my gosh. What a story. What happened? It was like, how many, po- how how many posts Everybody was freaking it was, it. Was a t- it was a Twitter thread a, that contained yep. probably um, 70. <laughs> it was a lot of 50, like 70 tweets. like individual tweets to comprise a, a long story. Oh, one of those deals. Yeah. But yeah, in a nutshell, the guy, uh, there was a lot to the story that was kind of irrelevant, frankly. Oh, yeah. You know, but it was, he. It was a good story, he, though. He ends up buying, a, and I don't know whether it's true or not. Do you believe it fully? I don't know. But anyway, this guy buys a so used, no, guy road trips with his friend, buys a used van, uh, discovers a brick of heroin in the uh, carburetor, like somewhere taped in the, into the, the the engine compartment, yeah, the hood. Uh, sells it. Yeah, am I going? Yep. S- sells it. Okay, so admitted sells to it to somebody who knew who could distribute it. To which... admits to a crime, and then sells the brick, and then eventually the guy that owned the van that would have known there was heroin in it calls and tries to buy the van back, and he acts dumb like he doesn't know what's going on, and then eventually. Uh, wrap something up a book. that was not oh, a book. It was a book. It was a John Grisham <laughs> book. Like that, yeah. Wraps a John Grisham book up to look like a brick of heroin. Put tapes it back where it would have been what, found. What state was this in? I think that in this Washington. Was someone from California, mostly California uh, and Oregon, but it did say not Seattle. Not surprising so. that the damn liberals. So in so anyway, so the guy the guy discovers th- that. It, it's a John Grisham book. You notice not, how I've done this? I've insulted not heroin. Trumpers yeah, and I, liberals. I, I, was gonna I like that. it. I like it. So, Don't know where I'm at. So uh, so anyway, the guy, apparently the guy uh, figures out he just got a John Grisham book and not his brick of heroin and tries to track him down and says, I'm going to kill you or whatever. And then, wow. Uh, and then uh, apparently this guy that was making the threats was a member of MS-13 and was arrested, oh, r- arrested for arrested for murder shortly they thereafter of someone guy. else. Life without parole. But then the guy has said someone, some director has contacted him and wants yeah, to make a so movie. Wants to make I a had movie a dream the other adventure. night that I was murdered by a gang. Uh, that's rare in Iowa. No, it so was a else. real deal. I, uh, on the streets of Bondo, or is it? I, I don't. Like, were you? Were you I, somewhere you no. shouldn't have been? <laughs> I don't. You know how, like in dreams, you remember of like what happened, but you don't remember like some Why? of the specifics. Yeah. I I do remember getting into my truck, and <laughs> all of a sudden, like three guys emerged from the back seat, <laughs> and a guy hello, like pops hello. up, and they're like. What's what's going on, man? We didn't like and your I was, show today. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, shh. Yeah. I, something's about to go we, down here. They're all wearing and, hot gear. And I remember them. the one guy had a gun into my side. Yeah. And he told me to drive. And we went to, like, this warehouse. And that's where it all ended. It was what, all over was, from there. Was there a reason? Man, they you drove you? yourself to your death. I that's, don't know. I think that's the moral of the story. I've you, been having, driving yourself to your own death. I've been having really bad dreams yeah. lately. I had a, um, the wife was uh, having an affair. Ooh. Had the one where I got murdered by the gang. Did you know the guy? <laughs> that's no. That's what makes the dreams interesting. No, I didn't know the guy. It was just a guy. Yeah. It was a bad deal, though. You know, because she's with a child. Did you wake up and ask her? Sometimes the dreams seem real. I did tell her about hey, it. I just want to make it's sure. It's like, Ash, you, uh, you stepping out on me? I just need to know. Yeah. She, yeah. She doesn't strike me as the type, Williams. Just Boy, think, I tell you. I think you're good. I've uh, it's it's been a whole deal. It's been a whole deal. I would never want to join a gang. Never was appealing to me. I remember hearing again. It's kind of like a radon. Is it true or not? 
growing up at Ames, I heard about a gang that was in Gilbert. <laughs> they were they were known. I think they were known. As, Seriously, I think they were known as the Cowboys. And the rumor was to join the gang in Gilbert. This would have been a high school gang. Oh, okay. So this isn't to, like to, present day. No, to, well, it could still exist. To join the gang, uh, at least the rumor at Ames High was that you had to have sexual intercourse with a deer carcass. That was the initiation. <laughs> So, and me being from Ames, like, a big town, yeah, I wasn't aware. Maybe that is what you do for a time Cowboys small get down. Just for context here. Yeah. Can you wear protection? I think you could condom up. Although I don't think you can catch things from dead animals. Well, that's what I was wondering because this seems really. Could you catch? No, I mean, rabies dies once they die, right? Dude, you, can't, you can't get rabies I, off a dead. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know any of this scientifically, but I about guarantee you that disease can be passed. I don't think deer AIDS from, transfers to human AIDS, so I don't think you're about that. That's stuff that we've never There's heard of. There's got to be like, something bad that can happen from having sex with a dead deer. I just think, you know, the virus, like, let's take it's humans, It's probably why the gang doesn't exist anymore. And, like, these stupid cowboys, and, yeah, if you're a real gang, then bring it on because you're a bunch of idiots if that's what you're doing. Like, who can, you know, for a male to reproduce, yeah. or not necessarily reproduce, but to make coitus, yeah. you have to have, like, a certain thing has to happen to your body. Yeah. You have to be excited, Chris. Yeah, for, a, for Bl- that to flow? be sustained while doing coitus with the deer carcass, like, to me, does not seem possible. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not saying it was true. I'm just saying that was, that was the rumor back in the day, that that's what was go- happening. But you know, you, you know, I wish Ashley was on this podcast because she is a vet. She'd probably know something about this passing of uh, viruses from all sorts of dead animals. Yeah. Human STIs. Gone. Is it, do you think it's gondiarrhea? Is that what you're going to get? Gondiarrhea. You know what, Mark? You've gone too far this time. <laughs> it only took 217 episodes. You've finally taken this too far. I'm just telling a story, man. I don't know. This is the one speaking of the speaking of uh, coitus and stuff. Yeah. Um, Stansberry was telling us before he left about a problem with the homeless population in San Francisco. Oh, uh, yeah. They're all diseasing each other they're up. They're pooping everywhere. Yeah, yeah. What does this have to do with coitus again? No, I just. That was a terrible. <laughs> set, like, yeah. Awful. Public, I, public pooping has to do with sex now, apparently. Somehow. No, that sucks. No, they do give each other disease, though. They well, spread disease you like know, wildfire. That's actually really sad. Like, have you ever been in like a city and you've gotten caught up in the homeless population oh, like, like never, transient ne- population oh yeah never to where i'm stepping on poop though not that but like i remember man um when we were at the ncaa tournament in denver so our hotel was right in the heart of like downtown denver mm-hmm. and this is where like you you do see like the whole like i think most rational people are okay with a guy smoking a joint, like yeah. it's not a big deal, and like, yeah, you do see though how that can turn the wrong way. Yeah, um, when you walk downtown Denver, mm-hmm. and you see like these people are high as a kite. Yeah, and they're just uh, they're content with just laying there on the streets, and like it yeah. is, it's a whole different deal. And man, I remember walking through there. And it was really sad, yeah. like just because it's almost like, yeah, they're just told, like most like if you 
no homeless people. Like it's a really sad story, and they there's something's gone wrong in their life, and they oh yeah they just need a break. We see it in the, Vegas. Let's some, see. Yeah. You walk yeah. the strip. You some of these people you. like are just like man, they they're just playing their drums and smoking pot, and like it, yeah. it was a it was an eye opening deal for me. I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, you're going to Vegas soon. If you walk the strip. You'll see some homeless people out there, and you do feel bad I for them. Obviously, you, their life derailed at some point, and so yeah. part, part of you wants to ask. I, I feel like, like you do what, a good job of cleaning, like keeping what, them out of there too. Though, they like try. they don't want them to mess with the tourists. That's they, the money. Right? They like, they try. By the way, the, the homeless thing reminds me of because another issue they have is is drug usage in in places like San Francisco. I was in. I'm trying to remember where I was. I've heard articles or read articles about this that it's happening, like in Starbucks bathrooms and things like that. But I, I think I was in the Atlanta airport. What's going on in Starbucks bathrooms? <laughs> well, I'm getting to that. Okay, yeah. so I, I think I'm in the Atlanta airport. I'm, this was recent. I'm trying to think where I was. I think it was the Atlanta airport. Um, I was in the bathroom there, and on the st- on the wall of the bathroom, they have a sharps container. Which is, like, if you know the medical profession, that's needles. Yeah. That's where you dispose yeah. of your needles, right? Yeah. And this thing had a lot of needles in it, okay? And this is the public restroom in the Atlanta airport. Now, I'm thinking, there cannot be that many diabetics well, that I mean, are having to do you know how many people go through the Atlanta airport? It's, like, the, one of the biggest hubs in the so world. So, I was thinking, like, is it that common? But, but they're doing that in Starbucks bathrooms. They're starting to put some of these in bigger cities. They're starting to put some of those containers there because people go into Starbucks bathrooms and do their huh. drugs. And leave, right? And they don't, oh. want, they don't want those things in the trash where they yeah. can hurt people. But I'm like, is, is drugs such a common thing that in the Atlanta airport, they've got it just on the wall? Hey, put your drug needles here. I'm going to say or no Or is it that, all but diabetics or anyone right? with a condition where they need to I would say shoot. there's probably a lot of people that need to you, you know how hard it is to get drugs through an airport? I would think it's I hard. I can't imagine there's like a lot of heroin addicts. Are these bathrooms? Well, these are these are beyond the uh, yeah. They're in the, the check-in, the security, in the airport, yeah. right? So, yeah, this is there are a lot of diabetics out there, Mark. Maybe way more than I think. Yeah, I think that there are. I just think it'd be vastly difficult to get heroin through security. And then need to shoot up before you got on the plane. Yeah. So you need a place to dump it. Like, that's, yeah. The, the, know, the, between A and B there, I don't think that's the spot for it. I no, the Starbucks know. thing, I could see that. Killing me. A lot more. Yeah. yeah, I could see them a lot better shooting up in Starbucks. Oh, Chris, where's the weirdest place you've shot up? <laughs> we have a wide array of podcast <laughs> listeners. If any of you actually do use heroin and shoot it. How about have? I bet would you maybe, would you do it at the passed. airport before where, your flight? Where's Ross when we need him? Yeah. I just I, I just want to know. <laughs> Somebody write this down for the you know, or, or better yet. I'm, if not, you're, if I'm you're, not insinuating Ross does heroin, but I guarantee he knows somebody who does. Here's a better question. If you're a listener <laughs> yeah. of the podcast and you have diabetes, as uh, Wilfred says, <laughs> a little diabetes. if you have diabetes and you shoot up, do you do so and then dispose in well, the Sharps container in bathrooms? Here's an example. You, you know, like uh, I haven't talked about it much, but the wife and I did in vitro. Yeah. You know, like the that's a deal where were you in the women's bathroom? I was not. Oh, okay. But um, that's a reason that you can get that on a plane, like in because we had a sharps container yeah, in our house because she was taking like that, two shots that, a day yeah, for a while. That would not describe the men's restroom. No, but I'm just you know I'm thinking of yeah. other reasons. How why did you dispose think, of yeah. your needles? We had a sharps container. Okay. Yeah. That makes we, sense. we did. We had a sharps container. So what do you do after that? You're at your house. You have a sharps container. And then what do you do with them? I think there? she, you know, being a doctor, Dispose she. Them work. I think she probably took them to work. Okay. Actually, you know what? She didn't. She saved them all. Like for like memory? saved them, saved Mem- them, or we just, Mem- you just haven't gotten rid of them yet. Mem- memories. 
I think that she's probably going to do something like for a scrapbook for the baby, like to show, because we've done this twice. So like, there's been a lot that's gone into it and I think she might put them all. I I don't know exactly, but I think it's going to be quite the story. You were created out of love. You were created. And and this. Yeah. Over here. This helped a little bit too. You were created. Yeah. And boy, that's a whole deal. Like I, that not one you'd wish on uh, people. I'll say this in case anybody's listening who can help me out. I want to write this book. Mm -hmm. I want to write this book so bad, but I've also thought about making a website for it. But like that whole deal, like a lot of dudes go through that with their wives. It's a very common thing. And, but there's nothing out there for men. Like there's no resources, nothing. I want to like tell the story like in a fun way. Like I can, like the first chapter is going to be me masturbating in, you know, the room with the girls at the ACC 1999 Playboy magazine up on the wall that like thousands of dudes have rummaged through. Wait, the magazine was on the wall? Dude, have you ever, have you ever been in one of those places? No, I took my sample. For another, another example. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I ever told this story on here. First time I ever delivered the sample to the clinic. You did, it at, ho- you did it at home. Yeah. In, yeah. Walk in with my little lunch bag. Yeah. Full of semen. Yeah. And guess who's sitting right there? Girl I used to date. Yeah. That's right. Oh, and she knows I'm carrying a bag full of semen. <laughs> I could do a lot of great stories and like you interview doctors and stuff like for dudes only. Yeah. But I've been trying to like, I don't, I don't want to self publish it. And anybody who's ever tried to publish a book knows how. Like just big I've heard it's if, really if, easy. If, yeah, self-publishing. Yeah. Well, that's why we have to have Chandler Bolt on yeah. here, self-publishing so school. So I, I started um, following him, and he just kept spamming me with emails, and I just... I had well, to, that's what they do. They sell. Oh, my he God. He wants to sell you a product. It was, he was selling me... He, I was getting like six emails a day from this guy. Apparently, that works. I don't, I don't know. I don't like it either. But. Oh, my God. So the, the biggest question, if I had to guess, the biggest question men have about the process, because the only exposure they have to the room as we'll call it, yeah. is movies, right? Is it like it is in movies, or is it absolutely not that way? You make it sound like there was one, so you, one piece of pornography to use. No, here's what you do. So you walk in, and there's a couch that's probably like from the 90s, like a dorm couch. You don't want a nice couch in that room. But do you, they they put a sheet over. It. Okay. okay, it's a nice sheet, Good. white okay. sheet. Okay, because it's you know it's got to blend in. Yeah, in case there's an accident. Yeah, yeah. it's a white sheet over this couch. I hope they wash the sheet after in every case visit. There's an accident. Okay, and beside the couch is a cup mm-hmm. with instructions, and then <laughs> put, get, deposit get, here. get it in here, and you have to like write your name on the cup to make sure it's identified correctly, etc. Yep. And up on the right wall is a bunch of magazines. You've got everything from like Glamour to, <laughs> to Playboys. Glamour. What? what? Nice job, Costanza. <laughs> yeah. Somebody caught that. Glamour? <laughs> Glamour yeah. magazine. Oh. Uh, and I, then on the left wall. I found wall, my son like, using his body like an amusement park ride. <laughs> yeah. But All on right. the on the other wall, and this always cracks me up. <laughs> It's like the fertility clinic is trying to be, like, classy about this. Oh, yeah. It's like the silhouette of a woman's butt. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like art. Okay. <laughs> and then there's a sink where you can wash your hands Just afterwards. in case the uh, magazines aren't doing it for you. I'm telling you, but, like, my descriptions of this, I, I've been taking notes for, like, four years on this. Now, your wife... I could write a hilarious book about this. I really want to do it, though, and interview, like, 
psychologists, doctors. Yeah. I think I could make a great book on infertility for dudes that could be very helpful yet entertaining. Your wife, yeah. your wife is allowed in the room, correct? No. Oh, not at all. Absolutely not. I thought they were. No. So you at least have something to like look Absolutely at. not. No. I agree. I, I, well, no, I, under, I understand she can't uh, help. She can't do anything. Nope. Not in the room. Not, Why? She can't help orally what? because oh. that messes oh, up the sample. I get that sample. part, but. Nope. They yeah. But she could there. help by like just showing you her boobs. Nope. That's well, against the rules. Can't do it. That's surprising. So no video. I think in you here? Were no videos. I, I'm, I think you're misinformed. I mean, if a guy wanted to bring, did you a ask? Cell phone in? He, sh- he surely could. See, I'm surprised they even have magazines because people have phones. Well, the gross part about the magazines, though, it's like one: how long have they been there? Two: how many dudes? Yeah. Have been, you know. Yeah. Hey, you're there for a reason, though, and it's not just for fun. Right, no, so it's, it's there's a, a lot of pressure because everybody yeah. else is sitting in the waiting room waiting say, for you to it, leave. Does it feel a little different because of and the it, pressure? If, if, Do you wait a couple minutes afterwards? You like, walk I can't out, go out this <laughs> early. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> if you walk out too fast. <laughs> oh, Nurse Cratchit's out there going, new record, Chris. <laughs> First time I ever did it there. We're going to take your picture, put it on the wall, 38 <laughs> seconds. That's impressive. <laughs> Another story I have from it that, that I could get into great detail on. The first time I did it there, there's a guy who collects. That's like his job. Yep. And he's like, shouldn't you be in Greenfield? Because it was RVTV. (laughs) Oh, man, that's always nice. I'm like, oh, shit, this guy knows exactly who I am. Hi, I'm Chris Williams. I'm here to masturbate. Yeah, it's like you can't hide it, dude. You'd have to walk in there like Hawkeye gear. So how many times did you have to do this? Way too many times, man. At least double digits. Like, why so many for you? Because it just takes one to kind of like analyze the count. We did. No, but we did multiple rounds of like the artificial insemination but, and then in vitro. Okay. Once we started the in vitro stuff, you don't have to go in as much. But yeah. So by visit 12, were you like comfortable <laughs> with this process? Oh, yeah. It's like nothing. Yeah. It's it's not a big deal. And like you always have to realize that everybody else in there is in there for the same reason. So it's I right. think the whole key is knowing that it's coming up and uh, maybe abstaining for a couple of days. Yeah, there's a lot of that. They give you like a worksheet. Yeah. That you have to go through and all that. But anyways. Oh, man. So if there's any book publishers out there who want to work with me on this. Do, or, we, do we have a working title on this book? Actually, um, and if there's any web developers out there, because I don't want to go through the people that I usually use for Cyclone Fanatic. I just want something cheap. I do want to start a website on this. And I have another a partner who wants to um, do, like, the female side of all this. Not necessarily infertility, but the she she's a very well-known. Um, people will know her. I'm not going to say her name yet. But we want to do, like, this in, like, a just a parenting slash, like, husband wife podcast where we where i can be like you know why do women suck and she can do the same like i think it could be a lot of fun and i think it could be really successful or you could get a lot of hate mail if that's the premise why do women suck you know but i think she would do the same like well, okay. why are men such yeah. idiots it's not yeah. the title you it's know a, men are men are work in progress I'll, I'll agree with that one completely yeah. so uh yeah, Chris.m. or Chris M. Williams at CycloneFanatic.com. I'll be uh, looking forward to signing the million-dollar book deal here in the next week. I do, so no working title? You don't have anything good? No. I. Part of me thinks I should just do, like, a big blog and, like, a, yeah. like a um, community for men with all this, and I think that that could turn into a book. Mm-hmm. eventually but i've always wanted to write a book and this is something i'm passionate i about. saw i was either reading an article or i saw an ad no it was, it was an ad and at a strange it was a website but at a strange website 
name. Sorry, by doctor, I can't remember this, but um, it was specifically geared towards men being able to get uh, medical advice on sensitive topics. Yeah, that was the website. So genital herpes and whatever, whatever it happens to be that you don't want to go to the doctor's that's, that's office Nick's deal. for. What? It was like they'll deliver meds to you. Like it was it was discounted herpes meds to your door every single month and you can go online and talk to the doctor and like it was specifically geared towards that. I wish I could remember what it was called. I'm sure we got a few people well, out there that want this. I advice. think in general some of the medical field is shifting to virtual office visits. Sure. You know, so it's just kind of an extension of that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got to be, you know, uncomfortable to have to go out in public when stuff's happening and talk to people and stuff so yeah you know the world's changing technology i always all uh, that. i always quote unquote went in for a physical and then it's always oh by the way while i'm here can you go ahead and run this test yeah oh yeah i dig and then you yeah and then you kind of walk funny for a little while after that are you wanting but, to disclose anything today no no, no. this is younger this is like you know more like you guys no, 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 my idea could I work never, though yeah yeah Absolutely. Because there's literally, I'm telling you, there's nothing out there. Uh, so, the, so the ultimate question is, do men have a thirst for the knowledge about, I, I about the topic? Certain men do. If you're like me, yeah. like you, a guy like me has to research everything and overanalyze everything. Yeah. Now, I would say that most men are probably not like that, but I think there's yeah. a group who is. That is. We almost went down the same road as you, but we found out that uh, that I was the problem. So yeah. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a survivor though. I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a low sperm Dear count God. survivor that happened to still have three children. So uh, the doctor says you're gonna have difficulty. Don't always believe that because uh, I have three kids, so it's fine. Apparently, I had one, and that one was super strong. Doesn't it usually happen when you just stop trying? You stop kind of caring about it, uh, and then yeah, things kind of work out. Maybe. Maybe. We always like to joke that mine got through the Amazon. Yeah. Went for a long swim. <laughs> just take a while. The Amazon? It's a long journey for those little suckers, dude. It is. doesn't just happen. Boy, you, you do that process, though, and you realize just how, like, much has to go right. To have a baby? Yeah. Yeah. And right. it's cr- it is crazy, too, like, you, when you think of, like, how many, like, unwanted pregnancies there are. When people are younger and they're just not being smart, like, you know, all the lines that have Well, how easy up. some people seem to get pregnant well, when they don't want it, and the people yeah, that do crazy. struggle with it. And hence the science, by the way, if anyone ever says they got pregnant off a toilet seat, no, they didn't. No. <laughs> like, it takes a lot more than that. Yeah. Somebody, that's like a thing. People oh, it's, say that. Yeah, you know, it's just out there in the, in the world. People like that don't want to admit maybe that they actually had sex. Oh, I must have sat on a toilet seat or something. It's like, no. Nope. It's like getting gonorrhea from a tractor. No. Or yeah. a deer carcass. No. <laughs> or, or a deer carcass. That, that thing is, the, that's the most messed up gang. Yeah. I well, mean, you're, you're one of us now. <laughs> well, I mean, when you really think about it, I mean, if they wanted brotherhood, that is if that was the, if that was oh, the angle, dude. Uh, it's a whole different spin on band of brothers. things to do there. That's what it is. You know, band of brothers. Usually, let's smear some blood on our pinkies together, and then we'll be connected. No, I got a better idea. <laughs> see that? See that deer over there? That is so messed up. I got an idea. Well, you know, that's probably why I was never in a gang. Didn't sound all that appealing to me, Williams. Yeah, I I do have more questions though, but it's just I can't answer them it. because it wasn't my gang. Yeah, it wasn't I wasn't part of it. Yeah, uh, you guys got any? Uh, 
Memorial Day plans before we wrap her up? When is uh, that? It's this weekend. It's this weekend. Yeah. Uh, the weather I'm, I'm just trying sucks. to work out some things. Uh, Knoxville's doing Friday and Saturday night this week. To really? Try to make up for the rainouts they've had, so I'd like to try to make it down there. Well, that's exciting. Are you going to go to the dingus? Yeah, let's just judge stuff that we don't care about. Yeah, Mark, okay, why don't make you fun of other trouble you for a warm daily. glass of shut the <laughs> hell up? I think uh, so. I've never been. I, just, I would. I would definitely think I need to stop at the dink, the dingus, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You might when get, you go to Knoxville, you have to go to the. You dingus. might get okay. an STD from just walking in the place. Can't do that. That's not. It's just like getting pregnant on a yeah, toilet seat. That's not how it's it not works. Possible. That's not how it works. Way. You can get one from a kiss. Yeah, I, I love this weekend for racing purposes. It's oh, the best Sunday. weekend of the yes. year. Sunday's just massive eggplant emoji day. What's, Which, what's on Sunday? Everything is on Sunday. 500? Monte Carlo F1 is uh, Sunday morning, I believe, yeah. bright and early. Yep. Right? And then, and then we, you get, we got yeah. Indy 500 and then Coke 600 all yeah. one day. So we used to, back in the day, when I was a boy, we would, we would go out to Nebraska for a big dirt late model race. Oh, yeah? On, on, on that Sunday night. Yeah. But uh, I don't do that anymore. That sounds super cool. Dude, did you see that the uh, – we'll have to talk about this over lunch. Never mind. Are we going to lunch? I, I I was offering. Why don't you join us? We are going here somewhere here, but I think we got some other CH people heading over. Oh, come, okay. Come have lunch with us. That sounds that sounds lovely. It is lovely, to be honest with you. Um, now, like, I don't know if you feel this way. Nick probably does. When you have not a regular job, like we don't have regular jobs, things like holidays just don't mean quite as much. Yeah. Because we're not like – off the daily grind, like, oh, we get an extra day off of work because we can take that any day that we want. Yeah. Well, so it's like, not really surprising me for not know exactly when a holiday is coming up because it's just a different world. Before I uh, before I joined your team, right, I worked just the office, 9 to 5-er, that whole thing. I died a little each day. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, as, as I got to know you, I think one of the things you said was, I don't even like know when it's Monday anymore. So I don't care that it's Monday. There's no Monday. Every, you know, most people work in an office like Sunday night. You know, I got to freaking go back to that office in the morning and everything. Like, and that's totally true. I've totally experienced that. Where like, yeah, I get you. I, I don't. I don't hate Mondays. I don't hate Sunday. The nights, Sunday night dread. You know, all the that Sunday stuff. night yeah. dread. Yeah. You know? I actually look forward to Sunday nights. Typically, a little Sunday night baseball. I got billions on Showtime. Like, you got a good show that you're looking forward to Game that week. Thrones. Never. Not my thing, dude. Oh. Did you guys watch the challenge? No. This, the, last night? No. Got the finale. I stopped that at about 20. Best years show on old. TV, man. It's not even close. I used to be into it. It I'm, is so I'm, good. I'm with you. I used to be there. Love that show. It's gotten so much better. Do they still have like, uh, oh, C- was it uh, CT? CT's still around. He's not on every season, but he's, he was always kind of a prick. Right? Johnny Bananas. CT's matured. You know, he's got a wife and kid now. Yeah. He's got to be 35 plus. Oh, yeah. Years old? Okay. I would think so. Who's the oldest guy on that show, routinely? Wes, CT, and Johnny Bananas would be the three oldest guys. Abe? But Is Abe still on that? He's around, but he, he the last time we saw him was a couple years ago. Um, Daryl? Remember Daryl? I don't or remember. Or Darrell? Darrell? I don't I'm think not, so. Yeah, he was around. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, best show on television. I don't. I mean, there's – I like – I don't know, four or five shows that I'll watch. When you look at real world challenge, road, uh, r- real world road rules, and I give you only one guess, you, you absolutely have to nail this. Who's the most successful people to ever come out of that? There's one. Most successful The person. Miz. The Miz. Yeah. Actual professional wrestler, The Miz. The, the what? The Miz. All right. Mike, he came out of that show. Yep. And it's like a big deal, I think, in, in wrestling. I don't follow wrestling close, but I think he's a big deal, right? Yeah, no, he really is. He's one of their top guys. 
And then Johnny Bananas like has his own like show outside of it and stuff. Now he's kind of he's kind of crossed over. Yeah, if you will. Well, with a name like Johnny Bananas. <laughs> Check that birth certificate. Yeah, I don't know. All right, uh, before we get out of here, um, Ryan, Ryan Grove, let's just talk quietly about Ryan. Let's just all calm down. Just well, talk, just talk. Isn't that just, kind of Ryan style? He's not in your face. He's not aggressive. He's really he's, chill. He's, he's, really, he's there to help you. He's a, he's a sweet guy. Ryan's calm. He's not going to sell you. He's just going to help you buy and sell real estate. That's all he's going to do. That's all he wants to do. Just give Ryan a chance. Call Ryan. He's up in Ames, Hunziker. Big, fancy, expensive building. He's a sweetheart. On the corner of Duff and, is that 16th? Williams would know. South 16th? I don't know. Come on, Williams. Don't you drive past that on your way to Hilton sometimes? No, I mean, yeah, but I never I think that's South 16th. It's right by Hickory Park. Hunziker Real Estate is their name. Been a name since dirt was formed. Since the glaciers rolled through and gave us radon. That's how long they've been there. And Ryan Grove will be there until he's dead. So call Ryan. Help you buy or sell. Nevada. Gilbert. Boone. Shout for the gangs. Ames. He'll keep Dude. you out of the gang. He'll yeah, Ryan, Ryan might know a member of the Cowboys. Seriously. It's possible. Seriously, Mark. The Cowboys gang thing is the most messed up thing I've ever heard. I, what do you want me to say, man? That's just what the, that is so. That's just what the rumor was. That is no, so. It's got to be How true. cool would it be if we had a member listening? I was like, <laughs> I remember those days. A retired days, member now. Yeah. I remember those days. Um, w- would your brother be a resource? I don't know if that was a thing back when he, he's nine years older than me. Okay. So I might have formed after. But anyway. There, what about Grove? I hope maybe. he wasn't a member. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but maybe he knows somebody. I don't know. I got to track down some people that I went to school with. Find out <laughs> yeah, if so they, have, they have more information on this. That one. is so messed up. So Ryan Grove, calling for real estate. He does not. He was not a member of the Cowboys. I guarantee you that. He will not wrong you. No, he will not. We got to end this podcast. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Summer's on the way.